Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Well, David's assorted psalms contain a a bit of interesting repetition on certain subjects. One of the subjects that he goes back to over and over again is he asks for forgiveness in various ways. And uh, the psalm we're about to look at has a lot of prayer towards the idea of forgiveness. It also meditates on the goodness of God and and on the people who love God. This particular psalm is uh, written in an acrostic. In other words, it's 22 verses, and the 22 verses each begin with one of the 22 letters of the Hebrew alphabet in order. And so um, it's one of Uh, I believe, seven psalms that are written as acrostic poems. Having said that, it's kind of um, uh, meanders a little bit as far as the topic. It's not, you know, each verse is is, um, a building on the next in as much as it has to start with the successive letters in Hebrew. But it is a cohesive whole because uh, uh, it's anointed and inspired by the Holy Spirit of God And so, of course, it is a cohesive message. It's a psalm of David from the internal inscription in it. We know that. And it has no directions uh, for the musicians and so forth. But we can assume it was a sung prayer um, used both at the time of David and for many, many generations after, even till present times, uh, in worship of the one true God. So let's read now Psalm 25. Of David, in you, Lord my God, I put my trust. I trust in you. Do not let me be put to shame, nor let my enemies triumph over me. No one who hopes in you will ever be put to shame, but shame will come on those who are treacherous without cause. Show me your ways, Lord. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me. For you are God my Savior, and my hope is in you all day long. Remember, Lord, your great mercy and love, for they are from of old. Do not remember the sins of my youth and my rebellious ways. According to your love, remember me, for you, Lord, are good. Good and upright is the Lord. Therefore, he instructs sinners in his ways. He guides the humble in what is right and teaches them his way. All the ways of the Lord are loving and faithful toward those who keep the demands of his covenant. For the sake of your name, Lord, forgive my iniquity, though it is great. Who then are those who fear the Lord? He will instruct them in the ways they should choose. They will spend their days in prosperity and their descendants will inherit the land. The Lord confides in those who fear Him. He makes His covenant known to them. My eyes are ever on the Lord, for only He will release my feet from the snare. Turn to me and be gracious to me, for I am lonely and afflicted. Relieve the troubles of my heart and free me from my anguish. Look upon my affliction and my distress, 
and take away all of my sins. See how numerous are my enemies and how fiercely they hate me. Guard my life and rescue me. Do not let me be put to shame, for I take refuge in you. May integrity and uprightness protect me, because my hope, Lord, is in you. Deliver Israel, O God, from all of their troubles. And so um, David begins by expressing the benefits of his unconditional uh, love and trust in the Lord. Verse 1, in you, Lord, my God, I put my trust. I trust in you. Do not let me be put to shame, nor let my enemies triumph over me. No one who hopes in you will ever be put to shame. But shame will come on those who are treacherous without cause. And so David contrasts himself and his trust in the Lord, uh, resulting in the fact that he'll never be ashamed. Uh, He contrasts that with those who are treacherous without cause, those who are wicked and reject the Lord, they will indeed be put to shame. This is the contrast he's making. He asked the Lord to teach him more about himself. He says, verse 4, Show me your ways, Lord. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me. For you are God my Savior, and my hope is in you all day long. And so we, like David, have our hope in the Lord. We're reliant upon him to show us uh, his ways, what he likes and what he dislikes, the way to walk through this life and the way to walk toward him in eternity. We're dependent on him for the grace to obey and the ability to conform to his will. We're totally dependent on the Lord. And David says um, uh, he asked the Lord for mercy, and he asked the Lord not to remember the sins of his youth. I I like that phrase, don't remember the sins of my youth. Listen now, verse 6. Remember, Lord, your great mercy and love, for they are from of old. Do not remember the sins of my youth and my rebellious ways. Now, I don't know about you, friends, but I had a rebellious youth, and uh, this is a good prayer. I believe that my sins from my youth are long since put under the blood of Jesus, and uh, the Lord has indeed forgotten them because of his great mercy. But I like that David reminds the Lord of the sins of his youth and asks that they be put away. He goes on to talk about the Lord, good and upright is the Lord. Therefore, he instructs sinners in his ways. He guides the humble in what is right and teaches them his way. And all the ways of the Lord are loving and faithful towards those who keep the demands of his covenant. And I can affirm David's words, all the ways of the Lord are loving and faithful towards those who try to obey his ways. He offers up a cry once again for forgiveness. He says, for the sake of your name, Lord, forgive my iniquity, though it is great. And um, not based on any merit on his own part, David uh, bases his plea on the sake of the Lord's great name, on the sake of the Lord's great reputation. In other words, if if I'm your man, forgive the sin attached to me for the fact that I'm your man. David offers up affirmation for those who fear the Lord. He says, who then are those who fear the Lord? He will instruct them in the ways they should go. They will spend their days in prosperity, and their descendants will inherit the land. The Lord will confide in those who fear him. I love that. We are dependent on the Lord sharing his confidences with us. And David then talks about his own pursuit of God. He says, my eyes are ever on the Lord. 
for only he will release my feet from the snare. Turn to me, Lord, and be gracious to me, for I am lonely and afflicted. Relieve the troubles of my heart and free me from my anguish. He asked the Lord for protection from all of his enemies. He says, Lord, see how numerous are my enemies and how fiercely they hate me. Guard my life and rescue me. Protect me, for my hope is in you, Lord. And then it closes uh, with a very brief prayer for Israel, a one-liner. Deliver Israel, O God, from all of their troubles. And so, Lord, we thank you for this psalm of David. Lord, um, like David, we ask that you would teach us your paths and show us your ways. Like David, Lord, we say our hope is in you. And we agree, no one who hopes in you will ever be put to shame. Lord, forgive our iniquity, forgive our sins, forgive our transgressions. And Lord, as your forgiveness is poured out on us, show us your ways, show us your secret confidences, Lord. Reveal your heart to us. Let our eyes be ever on you. Lord, relieve the troubles and distresses of our own hearts. Free us from anguish. And guide us into the center of your will, Lord. Protect us and lead us all the days of this life. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.